today. Are you ready for the highest and fastest poster in the world? Are you ready for... Come face to face with the beast. The beast. Seven thousand Tomfield's Rapture, we are currently experiencing a mechanical issue, and we do not know the length of this delay. <laughs> Once again, we are Oh, boy. Hey, issue. hey, guys. Hey. I'm not, I'm, I'm not dead. I swear to God. <laughs> so it's been, what, three months now since my last episode? Let, let me, let me check this. When was this last episode? Oh, God. August 14th was the last episode, and it's now October 30th, so, uh, 14th, that's one, two, one sec, I'm doing, I'm doing some math, three, it's been, <laughs> uh, it's been, wait, no, I, I got distracted, <laughs> my brain went somewhere else, one, two, this. Yeah, so, so three months and some change, basically, since the last episode. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, in my defense, in my defense, I bought a new computer. Um, it's beautiful, by the way. Uh, not, it's not very visually pleasing, but uh, specs-wise, it's uh, whew, this thing is. Uh, I could probably send a rocket to, the, to Mars. With this thing. We could do that. Wait, no, 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 no. We could send a rocket to the moon in the 70s or the 60s with, like, 50 megabytes of data on supercomputers. I could send a rocket to the moon on this thing. Um, but it can uh, it can handle video games pretty well. So uh, I'm happy about it. Was not, uh, was not the cheapest of purchases. It has significantly delayed me buying my 2024 season pass, which I will get eventually. Um, but yeah, that's my excuse for not uploading for three and a half months. Um, I just never got the software set up, and uh, I got the hardware set up because that's the that's the hard part. But just never got around to recording, and uh, you know, got busy. With life and my job, even though I was I had a job, it, I, I'm gonna stop making excuses now. I I basically just didn't record. Okay, I, I'm back though. All right, we're gonna get back onto a weekly schedule. I'm gonna get you guys your weekly episodes, and for the first time in three and a half months, coming back from the dead just in time for Halloween. Welcome back to the single rider line. <laughs> I hope you all are doing are doing well. What's been going on the past 
past three months. For me, it's been uh, insignificant. No, okay, not insignificant. It's been not super eventful, but that's not a bad thing. Um, if your life is eventful, it either means you're spending a lot of money or there's a lot of bad shit going on. And mine has been fairly uneventful, which I am happy about. Gotten some more park trips in. Um, I got I got a lot to talk about. Uh, both we got a lot of coasters that are opening next year. We got a park trip that I got to cover. We're gonna save the park trip for next episode because we got a lot of coasters to cover, which I'm not gonna get to all of in this episode. Um, plus a park trip, and yeah, we get we gotta get back on schedule. So. We're going to forego. Actually, you know what? I am going to do a park trip. Um, I'm not going to do the California one because I went to the uh, Your Favorite Coaster Sucks California meetup um, with Ben. And what was I saying? My 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 brain just flatlined. Yeah, I went to California for the, Your Favorite Coaster Sucks meetup. That was a great time um, being able to hang out with everybody there. Um, yeah, I, I, see, I have notes like right here on the side of my screen and I can't even, I can't even put my, my thoughts into words all the way. Granted, I don't have any notes about the, about the, uh, meetup because I don't really need any, um, because I wasn't going to talk about this today. What I am going to talk about is uh closing day at, uh, our, most of the Northern parks happened this past Sunday or past Saturday, that being the 29th and the 28th, <sighs> a bit of a somber, bit of a somber time, you know. I mean, it's closing season or closing day for a good majority of the northern parks. I mean, we're not going to count Dollywood and that sort of thing. Kings Island, I mean, I guess not technically, but, you know, for, tra for tra traditional operations, it's uh, been done. So, was at Cedar Point Sunday, the 29th. Went there with my girlfriend. I got her a pass for next year, uh, so hopefully we'll be able to hit the park a few times. I did not buy all-season Fastlane for next season. I used it plenty this past season, but uh, it's a huge, huge money and time commitment. I'm willing to commit the money to it. It's just I don't want to buy it and uh, force her into that, you know? Because <laughs> if you want to get your money's worth for the all season, considering it's $1,000 plus everything else on top of that, you know, you're looking at 20 plus visits to Kings Island or Cedar Point if you want to get your food money worth and your fast lane money's worth. Um I don't want to force her to do that, you know? You know, that's it's kinda it's kinda rude. So we just stuck to regular passes. Um obviously it gets us into all the Cedar Fair parks because I'm gonna take her to Cedar Point and Kings Island. Anyways, um walked into the park. Top thrill two the progress that they're making on that is awesome. Being able to see that tower finally be constructed and not just a picture is, uh, it, it's just great. So that's, that's, always, that's, that's good to see. 
it's it's kind of surreal because it's only a third of the way done and i know they already have one tower that's 420 feet but seeing two towers that are going to be both 420 feet even if you don't necessarily get up to that 420 foot mark on the spike that's still nuts that's that's still kind of fucking insane what else is insane is Falcon's Flight, but we'll talk about that next week. I have a whole lot to say about that. Um, but yeah, we stopped by Top Thrill 2 just to see what's going on. It looks just so damn good. The paint job on the main tower, um, they're starting to finish that up. They still got to finish up some of the supports. New paint looks awesome. Um, love the red and white being on top of the, uh, the top hat and not just uh, on the track below. Um, I think the new paint job looks way better than the original. We walked on over to Millennium Forest, Scott. We only rode everything. We only rode stuff once, by the way. Um, we did not have fast lane because it was rainy and soggy, and we were only going to be there for a few hours anyways. Um, got on Millennium Forest ride, just kind of picked the middle. I don't remember what row we rode in. Um, it's Millennium Forest. You can't go wrong with Millennium Forest ride. Uh, I still prefer Orion, but you know it's it's Millennium Force, like overrated or or not. It's uh, it's it's still a good coaster. I don't think I don't think it'll ever be a bad coaster. Hopped off Millennium Force, went over to Maverick. That was about a thirty minute wait, which isn't bad considering it's Cedar Point. Um. Honestly, Fastlane alone at Cedar Point is worth it for Mavericks Fastlane, because Fastlane there is absolutely ass at Cedar Point, um, except for Mavericks. Mavericks is a walk-on, which is how all of them should be, but, you know, that's a different conversation. Um, actually, no, that that's a conversation for right now. Cedar Point, fix your fucking Fastlane. It's so bad. <laughs> if I go there and pay 200 and. They, okay, they lowered it this year. It was only $230 at peak. 2022, I paid $260 for Fastlane on top of my ticket um, since I didn't have all season in 2022. I should be able to basically walk on everything. That's how it is at Kings Island. That's how it is at a majority of Cedar Fair parks. I don't know why it's not like this here. I understand that some of your stuff is lower capacity, like, the Seal Vengeance Fast Lane line is a joke. The Millennium Force one is a joke. Um, the Magnum one isn't terrible. Uh, I just don't like that ride in the first place, to be fair. Um, Val Ravens is pretty good. Blue Streaks is pretty good. But it's none of the major, major attractions. Dragsters was awesome. Um, but now that's gone. So we'll see how Top Thrill 2 is. Top Thrill 2s. That's going to be hard to say. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's going to get fixed anytime soon. But uh, you know what? I can pray. Pray to the Cedar Fair gods that their fast lane is going to be fixed sometime soon. Um, waited about 30 minutes for Maverick. Kick-ass ride, as always. So glad I got to ride that one last time before the end of the season. Um, went over to Steel Vengeance as well. Got... One last ride on Steel Vengeance. We got row eight, I believe. Um, towards the back. No complaints there. Uh, last time I was 
at Cedar Point with my girlfriend. She absolutely despised Steel Vengeance because it hurt her thighs. Um, this time, they didn't staple her because I was like to the write-off as he's coming by. I'm like, don't staple her, don't staple her. Um, just because I, you know, that hurt her last time. So um, we got off. She likes Maverick more still. However, she does like Steel Vengeance now. So mission accomplished. Um, I didn't need for I didn't need it to be her absolute favorite coaster, but I needed it to be at least enjoyable for her. And now she can enjoy it. So I'm glad uh, I'm glad we've reached that point now. <laughs> uh, we got some food at Backbeat Q. Good as always. Park food has really improved. I don't want to say it's like world class because it's definitely it's definitely not. But it has definitely improved since uh, since I was a young kid. You know, whenever I was eight or nine or so, and everything they had was chicken tenders and and burgers and pizza. So obviously, you still have those options, but you know, you've got barbecue options and you've got other stuff as well, which which is nice. It's good to see. Uh, we've talked about food in the past, though, and I'm sure we'll come back to it at some point. Walked by Top Thrill 2 again. Got a better look at the top hat because we only walked by the back half of it um, initially. We went over to Valraven. It was like a 45-minute wait. And we're like, no, we're going to pass. Went on over to Gatekeeper. It was a walk-on. Uh, got a ride on that. Uh, she wasn't feeling the greatest, so we went ahead and left. That was about 3.30. And uh, that was my closing day trip to Cedar Point. Um, yeah, it was a good time. I wish we could have gotten to ride more, um, but that's okay. I'll be back next season and, uh, we'll have a brand new credit next season. So it was kind of depressing too, leaving the park. I think that's how it is for a majority of people who live, live up here on closing day. It's like, oh, it's, uh, it's gone or like, it's not gone, but that's what it feels like, you know? it's you're done for the season it's, it's you know i don't know it's just sad okay let me be sad about the park closing all right temporarily all right i'm gonna pause real quick hold on okay i'm back sorry about that i accidentally closed out of zencaster i was just pausing because i had to go use the restroom and uh, i accidentally quit the recording entirely instead of just pausing. So that's nice. Um, so now I have completely deleted all my notes on accident and uh, we're going to be winging this because <laughs> I'm not restarting this. Um, so I have to merge these two audio recordings together here um, as soon as I'm done recording this. Um, so anyways, yeah, that was my Cedar Point closing day 2023 trip. Um, I would suggest you go get your own closing day trips, uh, but all the parks have pretty much closed for the season. So there's not really a whole lot you can do about that one. Um, but hey, enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. And hey, if, if you live close to a park that does a Christmas event, congratulations. Your coaster season is uh, kind of sort of over, but also kind of sort of not really. So, you know... it. Again, and just just enjoy it. That's all. That's all. 
All right, we got a lot opening in 2024. We already talked about some of it. We've talked about Top Thrill 2 way more than I would like to admit. Um, we've talked about uh, Snoopy's Snoopbox, Snoopbox, Soapbox Racers um, opening at Kings Island. We've talked about Good Gravy opening at Holiday World. And we got some new stuff that's been announced since I last was live here on the podcast um we've got a new we got a new coaster opening up at six flags great adventure it is uh, flash vertical velocity um it is a super boomerang um vertical velocity has been used so many so many fucking times i'm kind of tired of that name why they just can't use original names is beyond me probably makes marketing a lot easier or t-shirts and merchandise and that sort of thing, but whatever. Anyways, um, so it is a Vacoma Super Boomerang, and it looks interesting. Okay, let me let me give my opinions on this. Um, I think the ride itself looks awesome. I think this is going to be a great time. Uh, we'll definitely be riding it next year whenever I get on over there. Uh, my only concern about this is it's a boomerang. This thing runs with one train at Great Adventure. Like, like, like Six Flags, what is your, what are you trying to do here? I understand that this thing was probably cheaper than buying a full-size roller coaster, but I'm on Vacoma's website, and they're advertised, so this is probably not accurate, they're advertised riders per hour is 800. That is that is atrocious for the size park you have going on there. What the actual fuck? <laughs> I mean, so 800 people per hour, hypothetically. So realistically, we're more, we're more looking at like high 600s, low 700s, you know? For the part for a park the size of Great Adventure, I don't think that works. Um, we have not seen one of these coasters outside of uh, outside of China, um, according to their website, anyways. So I'm glad we're getting one here in the United States. Park the 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 park choice though, uh, questionable. At the very, at the very least, I, I'm just curious as to why. Like, I understand you want an, to add a new attraction. I get that, but why go for a super boomerang when you could get something for probably just a bit more? That is a full circuit roller coaster and has three trains that can support, you know, a more people. I mean, you, you need that at Great Adventure. It's, uh, that park is not small. <laughs> I mean, it's not the biggest in the world. It's not, you know, Magic Mountain or anything like that, but it's still, it's still pretty, pretty damn big. Draws a lot of people. I mean, you, you've got the New York install base. So, you know, I don't know. Just a bit, a bit, uh, concerning. Uh, it says the lift height is 52. 0.5 meters on their on their website um and it will reach a top speed of 95 kilometers per hour so 60 miles per hour 
Uh, 52 meters. That's give me a second. I can do. I can do base in my head. Uh, 172. That's really tall. God, what? <laughs> that is way taller than I thought it was. 52 meters. Damn. Okay. It still doesn't negate the fact that this thing only has one train, but, you know, it's it's six flags. What are we expecting here? Like, all right, never mind. Speaking of six flags, six flags over Georgia is getting a Intamin surf rider. Um which looks suspiciously like a mock power splash. Um, it, it looks identical to a mock power splash. <laughs> not going to lie. Literally the only difference is that the, the seats spin. Um, since we like being negative Nancy here on the single rider line, um, this is, I, I'm not going to complain about Intamin providing their own uh, version of another company's design. I kind of like this idea. It's uh it's not, it's a subtle change but enough to where it makes a difference because putting spinning cars on pretty much anything changes it wildly. Um So I I'm not going to complain about this. I have yet to be on a power splash. So I I can't really lean one way or the other and say, "Oh, this is going to suck" or "Oh, this is going to be really damn good." Um, it just, I mean, it looks all right. It looks like a water coaster. I'm not going to ride. <laughs> um, I'd probably ride it for the credit. I don't know. I don't like getting wet at parks, you know, because they always have some policy. I don't want to bring a bag into the park. Like if I'm going to ride a water ride, I have to become prepared. I have to bring an extra pair of clothes. If I'm going to go ride the coaster, I have to be in swim trunks already not have shoes on and some parks make you require you to have shoes on so i have to bring sandals um either take my shirt off or wear a shirt that i don't care about getting wet um and then i gotta go back out to the car get changed and then go back into the park in other words it's a pain in the ass for one credit um i just don't care for water rides if you enjoy them more power to you just uh just not my thing. Um, it's gonna. It's 144 feet tall. Again, you're not gonna reach that, but you know you'll get close. Um, and it will go at a top speed of 60 miles per hour. Um, if I get down to over Georgia, I'll probably give it a try. It looks like a good time. Um, I would just have to come prepared. Staying on the Six Flags train, because we got some other stuff that's opened up at other, some uh, other parks. But uh, we got Bobcat at Six Flags Great Escape. This isn't anything major. It's a uh, family wooden coaster by the Gravity Group opening up next year. The rendering that they provided was literally made in No Limits 2. <laughs> um, not that there's anything wrong. Not there's anything wrong with that. It's just all of your other rides have like professionally done renders. And this one's just like a screenshot from some guy's computer on no limits too. Um, I mean, I guess it works. It's, uh, it, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just 
I don't understand why these other ones have professional renderings and professional done, professionally done artwork, and this one does not. Oh well, doesn't matter. Probably because it's just a family coaster. There's no need to put a whole lot of effort into it. Um, but that's not true because other parks put effort into their family coaster opening stuff, like we saw with Wild Mouse and Snoop and Soapbox Soapbox Racers. God, that is a tongue twister. Um, yeah, just a real basic family gravity group wooden coaster. Reminds me a lot of Kentucky Flyer. Um, Kentucky Flyer is, for what it is, and nothing beyond that, it does its job well. And uh, I think this will do the same. It'll be good for little Timmy who wants to start stepping his way up to the bigger coasters and and such. So that's Bobcat at Six Flags. Great escape. Not a whole lot going on there. And Fire in the Hole at Silver Dollar City. I am excited for this one. I never rode the original. But I did ride... Um, not Fire Chaser Express. I did ride that at Dollywood. Whatever theirs is called. At, uh... At Dollywood. It's it's very, very similar. Is it Fire Chaser Express? Um, no, that's their, uh, that's their steel coaster. Their steel family coaster. Anyways, you guys know what I'm talking about. The indoor one. Um, this one is getting redone by RMC, of all companies, in 2024, which I am really happy to see. They put out a nice promotional video for it. It's going to cost them $30 million dollars. Um, I understand why it costs that much. At the same time, though, you could have built a Giga for that price. <laughs> you could have built so many other things for $30 million. I mean, I'm happy it's happening. It's just the price tag of that. If I was running this park, I would not spend $30 million on that. I would spend $10 million to have the original redone. Um, or renovated, I should say. But, uh, hey, that's I'm not the one making the call. Calling the shots at Silver Dollar City. So, I'm going to try and get there next year. Um, I don't have any official plans for next year besides... Um, Great Adventure. And, uh, you know, your typical parks like Kings Island Cedar Point. For me, anyways, your, your typical Ohio in parks. Um, so I'm gonna try because this looks like a good time, but it is uh, it's a bit of, it's a bit out of the way. I believe it's eight hours to, from Ohio to here, from where I live in Ohio, from Dayton, Dayton, Ohio. Uh, we've got Circuit Breaker, which still has not opened, has been delayed 2023, um, or was delayed to 2023, and uh, is now set to open in 2024. So this thing has been in development hell for so long for not really any set reason. Um... I will be glad once it opens, though, because this thing is such a GP attraction. There's going to be so many posts on Instagram and TikTok of like, 
oh my god, guys, this coaster broke and fell apart, and everybody died, and just clickbait all over the place about this thing. Um, I would like to give it a try. It's in Texas. I, again, Texas is not really in the cards of, uh, or not really in the list of places I need to get to ASAP. Uh, another another thing that's opening, we've kind of talked about this earlier in the year. Um, the Zamperla LSM launch coaster at PE Playland. Um, I forget what they are, what this was initially was called. I know they're redoing, it was initially a hydraulic launch coaster like Dragster was. Um, and this is getting the same treatment that that is. It's not getting a swing launch. It's just getting a LSM launch. So same thing there. And that's about... Okay, there's a lot more. But <laughs> that's that's a lot. <laughs> I think we've covered a good amount of ground here today. Um, as far as 2024 goes, things have really turned around since the pandemic. I mean, you looked at... Uh, you looked at 2020 and 2021, we got jack shit, nothing. And uh, companies are springing back to life. Finally, you know, spending money on the parks again. And I'm excited to see where this goes. It's going to be, it's going to be a good time. And next year, we've got a lot of stuff opening up that looks really damn good. I mean, we got the two we got the two headliners as of right or the three headliners as of right now. Top Thrill 2, Iron Menace, and uh Vertical Velocity, the Super Boomerang. And then we got some more uh you know, some more family friendly stuff. Soapbox soapbox racers. Soapbox racers. God. Um good gravy. That looks that looks super basic, but I am also excited for that one. Um uh, we got Bobcat opening up as well. We just talked about that. We got some more coasters we're going to talk about next week. Uh, Falcon's Flight is still in production, which I am hyped as hell for. Um, we got a lot coming up. Uh, we're going into the off season, but the future for the coaster world is looking as bright as ever. And I am extremely happy about it. It's been a while since we've seen investment like this in in park six flags not as much i know they're trying to bounce back financially because uh they don't know how to run a company apparently um but cedar fair and more independent parks along with hershen looking wonderful no complaints here we got a lot to talk about next week um i'm gonna keep this one not short but you know around the 30 minute mark or so i i can't tell this one says 16 minutes and 29 seconds on this recording, but that is not accurate because uh, I botched the other recording. So I hope you all have a happy Halloween and we will see you next time in 2024 and not in, <laughs> I won't see you in three and a half months. I'll see you next week. We'll see you next time in the single rider line. <laughs>